the alternative stories and fake realities podcast audio drama poetry fiction You're listening to the Alternative Stories and Fake Realities podcast. Letters Home. Poetry by Jennifer Wong. In this podcast, we'll bring you poems by Jennifer Wong. Her new collection, Letters Home, published by Nine Arches Press in 2020, has received a good deal of praise and acclaim, not least from the Poetry Book Society. Jennifer's poetry has appeared in World Literature Today, Under the Radar, Magma Poetry and Oxford Poetry. In her other career as a translator, her work has featured in Poetry Review, Pathlight and Modern Poetry in Review. In this podcast, you'll hear poems from Letters Home and earlier publications. You'll also hear from Jennifer herself about the stories behind some of the poems and her writing process. I'm Jennifer, um, and I'm an author and poet from Hong Kong, living in the UK. And my poetry collection, um, which is uh, also my first UK collection, is called um, Bui Ga Letters Home, uh, which was published in 2020, earlier in this year, in March, um, by Nine Arches Press. And it's got um, the wildcard choice for spring 2020 by the Poetry Book Society. Um, I also teach poetry part-time. Arrival is um, is a poem that I've uh, written quite a long time ago, and it was like sort of um, one of the earliest poems that I've written for my PhD. Um, and I think um, for me back then it was just a matter of like putting down the experience of how I felt once upon a time when I came to England um, to study, and I used to find it really um, strange how. Um, me and my friends, when we came over to England, like the sort of things that we worry about, like um, trying to hide our rice cooker, um, trying to put it in the suitcase and not to let anyone know. Um, and, you know, many of my other friends, because we always think that um, England, um, everything is so expensive. So we've decided to bring, you know, half of our, you know, earthly belongings to, to England in order to save money. Arrival 1. October 1998 When I first arrived, I did not tell anyone that I had a rice cooker in my suitcase. You miss rice over there, my mother said. At customs, the officer glanced at the letter embossed with the college crest, five yellow birds. Why would they offer you a place at Oxford? He shook his head and stamped, limited leave to remain. 2. Helen's Court was where they put all the foreign students together so they feel more at home. A bed sit waiting for its tenant. Empty bookshelves, a quaint-looking desk, a worn-out armchair, a lamp with a green shade. I opened the sash window and heard a faint trail of bicycle bells. Home, 
I said, but it hurt. Free. The post room. Among the narrow wooden shelves, I was the only one there. My parents would be pleased. Mum told me she went to Yinke to stock up on tea leaves, and to Mayfield where she knew the fresh fish mong. Her letter were full of questions. How cold is England's cold? Should we send more instant noodles? Four. Each week I went to Sainsbury's to improve my English. Walking up and down the busy aisles, I relished the sound of each exotic word: courgettes, crumpets, red Leicester cheese, horseradish. I smiled. Saying it right is such an art. Here they actually have Chinese cabbage. At night, I leave the butter and milk outside the window to keep it chilled. Five. On winter days, when the sun went missing, and I felt I was an incomplete being, I'd visit Adam Mame, hidden on Holywell Street, just like the other ramen place in Yamate. With his wooden screen doors, there people would queue for ages for a bowl of miso happiness. Sometimes, in the middle of my lunch at Adamame, it felt as if me and my brother were having noodles together, as he asked me to repeat after him the names of his favorite players: Rooney, Fellaini, Rafael, De Gea. Um, writing process.、Um, I really enjoy writing coffee shops. It's a bit sad that during the pandemic,、um, uh, during the lockdown, it, it, it's, it's not possible to write in coffee shops at all. And I, I have、um, such a nostalgia for that space where、um, people are all very busy,、um, you know, and they are chatting away,、um, talking to other friends, and and the and, and the staff there will be. Very busy making coffee, and there will be the the clattering of plates and so on. And I really enjoyed that sense of like、um, hiding myself in a corner um, and um, being left alone with my thoughts. I would like to introduce to you this poem called "Dim Sum at Joy King Lao." So, as some of you might know,、um, Joy King Lao is one of the more kind of、uh, traditional restaurants in China,、uh, Chinatown in London. Um, my friends and I we used to go there quite often.、Um, I think sometimes when I go with my Western friends or British friends,、um, they have this.、Um, they would say, "Oh, I love Chinese dim sum. I just love them." Um, but um, this is what I don't eat, and I used to find that quite interesting. And the way that、um, our tastes vary quite a lot, and、um, uh, we prefer very different dim sum. Um, and I think、um, that gets me into thinking about the idea of authenticity, and what's really authentic, and、uh, whether authentic things are what we really need or love,、um, or whether what we are longing for is quite a different thing. Dim sum at Joy King Lao. As soon as we sat down, he said, "I'm open to anything except chicken's feet, and please, none of those slippery chengfen rolls." Sea cucumber or jellyfish. Secretly, I know what you're missing out on. As usual, we order Chinese tea, a brew unheard of. You devour the spring rolls and crispy squid with gusto, 
leaving untouched the divine xiaolongbao. Interesting how foreigners do not care about the heat in deep-fried food. We drink too much cold beer. You were baffled by my gesture with the teacup each time you poured me tea. For dessert, they gave us sliced oranges. Our red bean soups are too sophisticated for your palate. In the background, we could see the lit-up eyes of the golden phoenix. This Chinatown dotted with lanterns and too many shops selling iPhone covers. Nothing is authentic except what we're missing. I tend to keep quite a lot of、um, drafts, and、um, uh, and I write、uh, directly on the computer because it's just easier to be able to see how how it looks on the page, and you can change or, or shift、uh, the lines around much more easily. And so, for a poet, this is really wonderful. And、um, I also、um, I keep working at it until I'm really happy with the state of the poem. And sometimes it involves cutting、uh, out a lot of the lines.、Um, sometimes it, it also involves the other way around, like adding a lot more lines than it used to have. Eight to Bowchurch. The color of race. It bothers me. This feeling of trespassing, taking certain bus routes from Walthamstow, from Elvang and Castle. Their colourful clothes, their dreadlocks, the curiosity in that young boy's stare, his white teeth when he smiles. I catch one white woman saying to another, "I wouldn't like my children growing up here. It's so multicultural." What makes her look away? Why does she tremble? Who are those in parker jackets waiting in the darkness for the first bus in Hounslow, in Tooting, in Oval? Baristas, cleaners, bus drivers, sales assistants. Lives measured in shifts and toilet breaks. Happiness in the annual leave they take. What about that man in the local chicken shop? He's been frying drumsticks for years and years. Does he ever speak? I know who that Chinese girl is outside Canary Wharf station, handing leaflets to passers-by on the weekend for a few quid. She studies management by day, and in the evening swipes meats and fruits at the counter. But she'd stoop for any job in this country, if it means she can stay. Why does the Uber driver tell me his story? He works seven days a week, has never been to the theatre. In Pakistan, his father is dying. He's saving every penny for his children. Nothing you can't buy with money. He smiles. The cab passes slowly through the streets in Chelsea, disappears into the traffic. Eight to Bowchurch. When I write these poems,、um, I tend to think quite a lot about time and space, and how, like,、um, time and space are not quite fixed、um, for a person who is experiencing it as one. As a as an insider and an outsider at the same time, and I think、um, sometimes I use the device、um, by in, including or or mixing up languages, and sometimes it can be like I'm、um, creating a sense of 
space that doesn't exist. Um, or sometimes it's sort of like merging together the qualities of two places uh, or moments in time. I think in a way, um, to me, it feels like almost like film editing, um, how you kind of use special effects to to create a, a sense of reality or a, a new sense of reality. Um, and I hope that sometimes it will also encourage the reader to, to think, think of, um, you know, or experience that book or the poems um, in a way that is not just about chronological or, or whether it is a poem about London or is a poem about um, America or about Canada and so on. It doesn't have to be like that because very often our minds wanders around and um, our experiences converge and um, and I wanted to create that sense of authentic um, time and space in, um, in the reader. This poem called Catch 22 in Simplified Language um, is inspired by my trip to Beijing. Um, and I found that, like Beijing is just such a mesmerizing city. It's like um, every time I'm there, although it's not really my home, I just feel so strongly about that city um, because it has got like so much um, of the ancient um, history in it as well as the very, very modern, um, very, very surreal sort of reality. Um, and I think when I wrote that, um, I would like to draw out the sort of um, the sense that um, people who are living there they will see their own city in such a different way as we, like, or I, um, as a tourist or as a traveler, um, go there. And um, and I, I, I'm very fascinated by the way that this is everyday life to them. So, um, and um, one, uh, like, a couple of words that I just wanted to explain is like, 大资本 and 小资本. 大资本 is like big enterprises, and 小资本 is like those with smaller capital uh, or sole proprietors and so on. And it's like Beijing is full of um, small businesses, men, uh, or small businesses, or um, as well as really multinational, huge enterprises. Catch 22 in simplified language. From where we are, Kubla Khan's drum tower can still be seen across the dust. For weeks there has been too much heat. We are waiting for a downpour. Everyone is busy selling something. Their faces hopeful and determined. Umbrella hats, screen protectors, personal guided tours and foot massages. On the flyover, a banner reads, Be kind to everyone and let's build a civilized future with our virtues. In flimsy white vests and with rolled up trousers, the workers emerge from a hotel construction site to smoke, a language of release. The air continues to thicken, while taxis, cars, coaches, lorries and bicycles find their way through from all directions. And by five or six, all major roads and roundabouts have plunged into an impalpable state of confusion. The lives of these Da Zhiben and Xiao Zhiben 
who get up at seven for a steamed bun or congee, make a living out of what they know, and by evening go home via the town named Chang'an Avenue. A daily panorama of black heads, fleeting tail lights, and stretches of ancient earth red city walls. Nothing special. Very often, I might start with just one image in my mind, or maybe like a, um, the ending line, and I will build up the poem that way um, and just try to. It, uh, it's almost like someone knitting, I guess, um, because you have to start somewhere, and then you know you just do a stitch by stitch until like a certain um, pattern evolves. So, in Diary of a Miu Miu Sales Girl. Um, I it was drawn from my experience uh, working very briefly in that shop um, um, in retail. Um, I used to be very fascinated by the sort of um, drama in retail, how you put on a certain type of lipstick, you dress in a certain way, and um, and how different it is, like the what the customer sees in the shop and what the retail person sees in the shop or the sort of preparation behind the scene in order to create that experience. And I think during that time, I remember how like how, how often those Chinese customers will come in and, and I would find like, you know, they look so familiar to me and yet they are so, so different from me. Like they're so different in terms of what, what we think about and what we care about, for example. And how like, for example, like a, a father will come in and saying that, um, he would like to buy a school bag for her daughter. Diary of a Miu Miu Sales Girl I am wearing a crack the shin dress and suede stilettos that do not belong to me. I'm carrying nothing but my lies and my absolute lipstick, red as a warning. I am rather good at this smiling game, speaking Mandarin to the customers. The trick is to flatter them, flattered as they already are, being wives of the nouveau riche from a changing China. They wear sunglasses and diamond rings even when they sleep. At home, they play mahjong and drink longjing, dressed only in European ready-to-wear. A tea with velvet trim, Chanel denim jacket with a real emerald collar, flip-flops lined with rabbit fur. They always pay in cash. They have a home in England and in other European cities. For them, flying long haul is more bearable with a pre-flight Swedish massage. More worthwhile if they bring home a Miu Miu bag with the latest buckle. In our home country, we would never have met. But here I have touched their waist, know their bra sizes and their children's names, working in this store in the heart of Mayfair, where each evening I go home with my sore feet slip out of my black dress like a fish. I really enjoy um, listening to audio fiction or podcasts because um, in a way it feels like it's having someone sitting next to you telling you the story and um, it kind of breaks down that certain sort of distance between the reader and the writer. Um, and in fact, you can listen to podcasts anywhere. Um, whether you are on a bus or on a train, or whether you are at home, you know, sitting on your sofa. So, in in a way, 
it, it feels like、um, you know it's like、um, that poem or that description about the poem has entered your mind almost very directly without any filtering, and I kind of like that,、um, and it makes、um, ma- makes it much more easier to get into. The mood or、um, the author's、um, sort of、um, kind of thinking space. In writing home, poetry by Jennifer Wong. You heard Jennifer herself reading the poems and providing background to them. Music, soundscapes, sound design, and production were by Chris Gregory. Sound effects were from freesound.org. Thank you for listening to the Alternative Stories and Fake Realities podcast. The presenter of this podcast has been me, Polly Sengster. The Alternative Stories and Fake Realities podcast. Audio drama, poetry, fiction.